Ooh, spooky, scary. Welcome, uh, Zookeepers. Yeah, it's, it's the Halloween episode. We got it out on time this year. And also, we're having back the returning champion that is Mary Lou Johnson. Haven't had her on in a year or so, or maybe more, and it's a crime in my opinion. Fantastic episode. We're talking the Paul Lind Halloween special, quickly becoming a returning segment for each of the years. Because you gotta watch it. It's on YouTube, it's free, and it is just bonkers. There's so much cocaine involved. Um, so recommend checking that out. As always, if you like what you hear, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think you can do that now. Tell a friend or a family member. Maybe not a family member. They don't like cursing and cum jokes, but you, you, you can guess it. You got the situation down. As always, uh, you can email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read it on air. It doesn't matter what it is. And uh, hey, let's just get to that spooky, scary episode of Unto Ghidra, what is Ghidra's? Ten to one, he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. I think, yeah, it's register. Yeah. Um, we did it. Um, we're stronger together. Right. Uh, let's, uh, just like the country. Yeah, that's true. We're we're country tough. We're stolen valor podcast. Um, <laughs> we, I, I was thinking about stolen valor for a little bit, and it seems like it's a disrespectful thing. But if you get away with it, I think it's kind of cool too. At the same time, like if you can go all the way, um, I want to sign up for that with the podcast. You can get your coffee for free. Yeah, I think that's cool. <laughs> I mean, in a way, our, our our tax dollars pay for all the warfare, right? So, aren't we all soldiers? <laughs> I'm going to keep this in the episode for sure. I have no um, idea what any of you are talking about. I'm completely yeah. honest. The opening of the podcast is usually like that. Yeah. Oh. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Oh. Happy Halloween. Welcome to America's only podcast about Spirit Halloween and then the rise and fall of our favorite retailer store for uh, the sacred pagan holiday. Um, <laughs> it's Podzuki. I'm one of your kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon. I'm another one of your kaiju bad boys, Luke Evanslip. I'm your third Hollywood kaiju bad boy who's currently having his most vital organs replaced with multiple spirit Halloweens, Martin Felschman. And uh, everyone, give it up for our special guest, returning champion and good friend of the show, Mary Lou. Hi! Hey, everybody. I'm actually uh, recording in a spirit Halloween as we speak, so... If you have any questions about the costumes, I actually work here, and <laughs> I'm on break, so we have 15 minutes. Beautiful. Uh, we can do it. We'll make it work. I think we always need to support the capitalist machine as much as possible, so I respect that. Um, I'm also adjusting volumes real quick, so it doesn't show up on the <laughs> um, Yeah, we're, we're doing another remote one here, too, which has been kind of fun, so we can get more guests outside of Chicago. And who's keeping it uh, real? And we had to come here, but you get to yeah. hang out in the comfort of the of your workplace. Yeah, we'll bill you for it. Don't worry, um, we'll figure it out. Um, we're doing our spooky twenty twenty three episode. We had to have you back as our returning champion. That's so um, sweet. As as you might know, or you or or you might either what wait might or might know. No. Might or might not know. Might or might not. <laughs> might or might not know. Might as you might or might not know. Midas. <laughs> As you might have trust the Midas touch. Um, but you're the you're the sound clip at the end of our podcast that we've kept in of the um, from our War of the Gargantuans episode. Yes, so. the words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> it's, it's really beautiful. Um, I'm glad that we have that. I was so excited. That. <laughs> it, it, that, that I feel like that is one of our better earlier movies. We got to watch for a lot of the kaiju movies. Yeah, that we through where it was. I was thinking unique, about fun. it when he spit out the clothes. I still think about how terrifying that was. Like that movie was really frightening in the concepts of like I think we've we've had so many kaiju movies where like Godzilla will stomp around and he'll destroy mm-hmm. a city, and it's like not horrific. I like that with War of the Gargantuan. Like we're gonna show him eating people, like just great <laughs> devouring, Guinness life all over, maybe some bones. You know. See, I, I was thinking that we had done uh, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Yeah, with uh, Mary Lou, but I guess it was. Was, now, now you say War of the Gargantuas, that's the Frankenstein one, right? That's the Frankenstein yeah. one. Yeah, where then, yeah. Yeah, it's Frankenstein it. blood in them, as we all know, which causes you to be giant. Mm-hmm. Though, maybe we had you on for multiple episodes, too. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Well, uh, if memory serves me right, Dane Arden did the Smog Monster episode. Oh, Dane. Uh, 
That, yeah, my that love. sounds right, because that was also... Oh yeah, I also love Dane. I Wait, think, was that our Zima Madness episode? That was a, I think it was our Zima Madness episode where we drank Zimas. That's <laughs> um, the, the whole fucking bit. We just drank Zimas. Yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta get him back, because I think we have a new terrible energy drink you'd found, right? Oh yeah, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's got The Rock on it, and it's promoting uh, Black Adam. Yeah. America's favorite movie, Black Adam. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think oh, another no. thing changed since... Since we've had you on, is that we we both have uh, children now? Yes, uh, we both have children. Is, it, yeah. it, it, it's funny because it's you both like, brought children into a dying world. Into a dying world, yeah. <laughs> they they slowly siphon all of our energy out, but in a delightful way that I don't mind. But um, they are vampires. Um, <laughs> the world's a vampire as well, as I've heard from music. I just so it yeah. all works out. Having a child is its own thing can you imagine they let me have one first of all they're just like oh you're a woman you can have a baby <laughs> and it's just like anybody it doesn't matter how stupid or how ugly or how crazy you are they're just like here's a baby good luck well you as are- long as you make your own <laughs> yeah mary lou the government can't stop you from having a baby if you they get store-bought they're a little bit more yeah. choosy about it. Well, I, just, I do think it would be funny to go to a doctor and they give you the results and they're like, after that, they're like, okay, well, we need to talk now. <laughs> we need to look at some plans. Well... I don't want to put it out there, but, you know... I mean, it's that'd just... That'd be frightening. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, and actually, that might... Okay. I, I know that I mentioned that I've been reading Dune and um, my entire <laughs> life... Like <laughs> everybody who reads Dune. Yeah. It's... Yes, it has definitely taken over my life. And I've been thinking about the Benny Gesserit breeding program, and I'm just like, dude, I would not get in. Like, <laughs> they would yeah. be like, you're very smart, you're very tall, but seriously, you want to tell jokes? Like, we need you to learn how to do a real skill. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but you, you don't need that in these days. You just move to Ohio. <laughs> that's all you gotta do they let you have a baby you and they're to... like you're a great mom and I'm like really okay what what day is it what am I doing you don't even have to get a pain box to put your child's hand in it's kind of nice oh my so, gosh yeah Ganjabar of... holy shit dude okay I'm sorry I don't want speaking to of cultural touchstones from the 70s even though Dune came out in 65 yes. uh, today we watched the Holland Halloween special from 1976. I think we will talk about how it does take a lot of inspiration from Frank's Dune. Um, yeah. As I like to call it. Uh, pa- Pauline was a big uh, Herbert fan. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I just think it's funny not to say Frank Herbert, but just to say Frank's Dune. <laughs> <laughs> just Frank apostrophe S Dune. Right. Dune, Frank's written Dune. by Frank's Dune. <laughs> written by Frank's Dune. Yeah. He's French. It makes sense. It's but uh, yes, uh, Mary Lou, I wanted to ask you, what is your experience with Paul Lind? I guess we could all do our experiences with Paul Lind. Um, okay, so I have almost no Did you know who he was? No. So when I saw... Okay, so what I did is I watched the special like a week and a half ago, and I was just like, is it like bitchy queen o'clock? What is going on here? Who is this person, and why is he like... Okay, so like it's like if my I've had I've worked for a lot of bitchy queens in my life, okay? And like I would quit that job. He does not sound nice. And so like no, he, no. there's no way he was. And I read the thing, he never I, came out. Every he like and the the whole thing is just like mind-blowing how he's just like kissing Florence Henderson as if both yeah. of their insides aren't made of literal screams in that moment. Like it's yes. so weird. If she had started screaming during that scene, it would have felt natural. I feel like. Right. And I was just like, I was like, well, she's no, okay, so she's no Lady Jessica, and that's not Arrakis, but this fucker, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. He's like, I don't understand why they would use, like, this very aged trope. And that's the thing, like, the whole show is just, like, him being like, I'm butch. Only super duper gayest butch you can imagine. I don't understand it. This is like the most backwards thing. Yeah, a real, I've maybe a real ever Tom seen. from Finland kind of butch. I feel like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I I I'll go into my my Paulin specialties, which is um, I knew him from Bewitched, of course. Yeah, Bewitched, uh, famously. Um, 
But I also knew him from uh, Charlotte's Web because he plays the trash rat. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He has that song. Yeah, the I love trash. <laughs> yeah, or smorgas. It's smorgas says crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then reading up about him, I like that. Like he was described as the queen from hell because he was so mean at parties when he'd get drunk. And I'm like, you know what? He seems kind of fun, <laughs> like in a terrifying way. So, <laughs> like a real scary way. Like you'd be next to him laughing, then he'd start making fun of you and be like, "That's too mean." <laughs> I just feel like that was his vibe, so the that's my is, that's my familiarity with. Honestly, I feel like I've worked for him. Like <laughs> between yeah. between the hair salon and the architecture firm, I feel like I've worked for Paul Lind, and I have also spit into his coffee, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I knew uh, the man more through like cultural osmosis. Like uh, Seth MacFarlane made plenty of jokes about him. Roger, the alien from American Dad, is basically an impression of Paul Lind's voice. I knew the voice. <laughs> Right. Like from watching cartoons in the nineties, it's, yeah. it's a very distinctive voice, it and is. it's a lot of fun to to do it's it. It's a really fun voice to do. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, I probably from like him himself, like actual clips I'd seen of him, probably mostly from Hollywood Squares rather than anything else. Like I never watched Bewitched when it was on uh, Nick at Night, but I watched for some reason when I was like in like ten or eleven, I watched the Game Show Network a lot. Mm. And they would air, like, 70s game shows, like uh, Three's a Crowd, where they brought in a man with his wife and his secretary, because the joke was like, oh, men sleep with their secretaries. Ah. <laughs> What's the joke of it? Yeah. A very, very, very weird and uncomfortable premise, but I loved watching it for some reason. It was like reality TV before just, reality TV. I love the idea of him being on the outside of it as a homosexual man. Well, he like, wasn't even in that show. I just had to mention that show. Okay. He, he was on Hollywood Squares all the time. So it doesn't make any sense for what I said. This. Yeah. And, like, you talk about how he never came out, but it was always kind of like a... There. Yeah. People, anybody like Liberace. Who, huh? It's an open secret, like Liberace. Uh, yeah. I think even more so than Liberace, because I think there were people who thought that Liberace was, they probably thought he was more on the asexual side, like a right. man who loved his mother so much. Or if we're talking like modern day terms, Tom Cruise. So, oh, dude. I think did you know about Liberace's boyfriend and like what he did to him? I just heard yeah, about like, it. It's all wild. that surgery they, to like make they did, him. Yeah, they did that movie with uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Matt Damon oh. a few years back that was really good. It was about that. But it's also, it's also interesting where like, I don't know if he ever did adopt him, but he tried to adopt him, and that was like how they did civil That's unions weird. back then. Was one partner would adopt adult adopt the other one? Oh, that, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna I, say this now. I don't, I don't think our country's done a lot of good things. I think years. people are still doing baddies. that. Like I used to know when I worked at the hair salon, there was a preacher who came there. And um, he was, like, kind of well-known. He drove a Bentley, and he had this... Damn. Um, he brought his son uh, to get his uh, relaxer in his hair. And it was... He was, like... He would stand over the shoulder of the stylist as they, like, did this young man's hair. And I was just like, I don't think that's his son. And... <laughs> <laughs> Turns out no, um, they were. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's so it was so interesting because I was like, you know, for him to be walking around like so obviously just I don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's someone who you would know, a very rich preacher. Well, I feel there's also the thing like, like uh, homosexuality where like see two guys together they kind of look alike, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that. I don't really know where I'm going with that, but I guess because I've been, uh, I've switched my Tinder to where I can match with men and women, and all the men I match with look kind of like me. <laughs> I think I just have to like <laughs> live. If I get with a dude, they're gonna, um, they're gonna look like me. I Which mean, I was thinking, like I, I would, I would. Oh God, I don't want to have sex with somebody who looks like me, but I would have sex with myself. Yeah, I get that. I, yeah. I feel like even as a hetero flexible male, maybe it's the best way to put it. <laughs> no, I would. I could totally vibe with that. I wouldn't want somebody who looks kind of like me. It'd have to be exactly me. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a good episode. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm only fucking myself if it's a mirror match. Uh, okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is it like Mortal Kombat where it's like you on the other side but different color? And you're like. Yeah. I'm doing the Mortal Kombat pose, by the way. For but yes, yeah, yeah, the, the year is 1976. <laughs> oh, Paul yeah. Lynn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> is uh, 
pretty popular on Hollywood Squares uh-huh. and from Bewitched. And he had, I don't know if this, this is probably at, this might have been before his failed sitcom. Like he had two failed sitcoms where he was like married with kid. Oh, I think it was like, after. It was after the failed sitcom because they had shot the pilot and the show got picked up. And then um, the his his friend died off the balcony, and um, ABC I think is the network. They already had the contract in place, so they booked him for these um, guest appearances and uh, holiday specials, where he was getting even for guest appearances he's getting paid as the lead. And I guess the Halloween special was one of the last things they did to like finish out his contract. Which is why he had such a uh, authentic uh, farewell at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes oh. sense. Yeah. Man, I should have done my research for the podcast I actually run like you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We, we were watching, I was just writing notes like, Paul Lynn, kind of funny. <laughs> like, uh, was... my, my history of Paul Lynn is pretty much the same as Luke and Brandon's. Cultural osmosis, I recognize the voice. Yeah, we, we we watched this Halloween special once before, so we could do commentary over it. But yeah, like that's, two, like three years ago. Yeah, that that is the extent of my Paul in familiarity. But uh, a fascinating performer. I I love the way his head moves when he speaks. He's like a human bobblehead. It's great. Yeah, I, I it's mean, really nice. <laughs> I think that he is. I mean, I don't miss him personally. Like he's, he's, he's fine. I'm glad he's gone. Like, <laughs> fuck him. I, he he and I have never been alive at the same time. I don't give a shit. But like I don't know, as a as a performer, as a as a as a as a as a monument to this era, it's it's something. He is someone where he really is like just a performer. He's not an actor. Yeah. Like he goes out there and his character is basically himself yeah. in anything he ever did. Yeah. I think. I think that's true because I think the parts I found really funny in the specials when he tell a really bad joke and then it's like go ooh and I'm like you know what <laughs> that 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 right there I enjoy a lot I'm just the, the own pain he's feeling from the thing he just said which is basically I feel about all of my comedy I did <laughs> those really were his two things going like and kind of like a Jim a Jim Carrey in a way almost but more lovable I think. I think that I don't know. You you watch young Jim Carrey like on Living Color. He's so manic. Yeah. Like not funny really. Like uh, Jim Carrey's funny, but he would. But like Robin Williams, like he does so much stuff. Yeah. Most of it's not any good. But then you remember the parts that are funny. It's like yeah, I, I remember those episodes, and it was just him like screaming like I gotta get on some SSRIs. Like just somebody <laughs> help him. Um, which more I don't like, think more he like did. Jim Drop it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you, Jim Carrey. Jim Drop it. Yeah. It's okay. so interesting because I cut that part out. I was in like um, middle school age when In Living Color started to air because I think I'm a little bit older than literally everyone I know and um, <laughs> no I feel like and this is the thing when you're a mom too it's like I'm always around other people whose children are the same age as my child and I realize that it's like oh yeah I really am ten years behind in every part of my life like. <laughs> I'm old. Anyways, uh, yeah, I remember when In Living Color was coming out, uh, and we I never missed an episode. And so I do remember seeing Jim Carrey when he was very young and just being, like, so pumped for Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. And then I didn't understand the <laughs> end when they showed the back of the underwear. First of all, the... Oh, yeah, that... The... Transphobia does not... It does not age well. But like it does not age well. When they showed the back of the underwear at the end of that movie, I I was so young, I didn't even understand what I was looking at. I was like, did he? Poop I thought his... it was a poop. I'm like, did she poop her pants? Like I don't. And I yeah. saw it recently as an adult, and I was just like, this is a a very good movie. Also, it's a very bad movie, <laughs> and that's kind of how I, mean, I feel the... about Paul Lind. The transphobia <laughs> in it is all in Ace Ventura is awful, but it's also the whole tucking thing. That's kind of like a like. You got to know something about yeah. It's like you have to be of that world to begin yeah. with. Yeah, it, it, I've talked about this before, but it's very funny to me that the two Ace Ventura movies have both aged horribly in very different ways. The mm-hmm. first one, of course, with the transphobia, and the second one with the colonization and appropriation of black culture, especially from Africa. And you know what? Props to them for going to two very different fields and doing it terribly. Um, <laughs> but I also think, like you said, I've watched both of them before recently. 
They're both kind of funny still. Yeah, <laughs> which no, is they're awesome. good movies. Like, it's great. <laughs> they're pretty funny still. Yeah. Um, and, and if anything, it's like a reflection of art of like, yeah, it's it's problematic and it doesn't age well, but there's still there's still some good nuggets in there. You know, you can't sure. deny it. Sure. For yeah. sure. But <laughs> I'm Paul it out Lynn's there. I'm like, get... okay, so I have to tell you my theory about gay men. So we're going <laughs> to... Okay. So, okay. The reason... So here's the thing about being a woman is that there's a lot of pressure to be attractive and a lot of that is so that you can like uh, attract a man. And I think the reason why gay men are also beautiful is because they're trying to attract each other and men are so visual. And I think that's why all three of you would fuck yourselves. And if, mm. if, a, if a mirror image of me like came in the room and was like, Mary, let's go, I would be like, can we please just leave each other alone? Like, <laughs> you're beautiful. That's a really good theory. Yeah. I mean, but you're like, so much smarter than we are. Like, you're not supposed to do anything with a doppelganger. That's cursed shit all the way down. Yeah, that's true. Oh, right. It's a monkey paw situation. Yeah, sure. and like the, spa- the, the space-time continuum issue is also, that's real. Time cop. Yeah. 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 Anyway, 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 this special opens up. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Number. I keep forgetting <laughs> that we're talking about. Let's talk about our children. Not, not, no, no, do you have any kids yet? <laughs> no, I do not have any kids. Are you the, sure? The, the, you know about? I love that joke. I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Hmm? What about you, Marty? <laughs> any kids? Uh, I adopted a cat. His name is Spaghetti. Oh, Spaghetti the cat! I love that. He's very cute. I'll I've send seen you a him. Link to his Instagram. I've seen oh, him okay. on Insta. Yeah, I don't know if I follow him, but I definitely follow you. I've seen your cat. He's cute. I'm digging your whole look these days, Marty. You look great. Oh, that, hey, right back at you, Mary Lou. Thanks. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. I've been taking good care of myself, so you know. And then, uh, as the other person with the uh, the kid too, um, we had to cancel last week because she had a, a slight fever, and then we decided to record tonight because she still has a slight fever, but she's in good spirits. So. Hasn't been the whole week, but that's just, I feel like, what having a kid is. I'm taking off work to take care of her tomorrow, too, but it's, it's, it's very, you're constantly afraid of everything going on all the time, and then your baby will just be like, I'm fine, I'm cool, I'm hanging out, having a good time. It's just, I feel like it's what I, it only and gets, it just drains you, yeah. Sorry, it only gets worse. Um, like, you're, you, you have yeah. more of that to look forward to. We went to, on a road trip, her first road trip we took uh, just this summer to Vermont, and... I booked um, the hotel on the way back. When we got there, it was not safe. Like, it was not a safe neighborhood. It was not a good hotel. And, like, for the amount of money we paid, it should have been nice. But um, (coughs) there were a lot of people clearly living there. And um, the walls were uneven. And you could tell that, like, this place was being held together by, like, duct tape and crack. And so it's like, I just, like, (laughs) oh, no. We got there. And I was just freaking out because I was worried about our safety, about our car. And I was stressed out about, you know, the whole family travel thing drives me nuts. And I sat on the bed and I cried. And I was like, ugh. And then Lydia, she's sitting in the bed next to me. And she's like, I like this hotel. This is a nice hotel. I like it here. It's a good time. I'm happy. I'm doing, and I'm just like Lydia. Blah. She's like, no, this is great. <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's the feeling exactly because that's been like fave. Like she had a a fever today of like 101, and then like it broke a little bit, then it went back up. But she's just like sitting around. She has her cups and she's smacking them together. Going, ah! I like, <laughs> like we're the ones that are concerned. She's just like, I'm having a good time. I, I think that's what a good childhood is. Is that you look back and you just have nothing but fond memories and then you realize when you're older like you were probably just in danger all the time and your parents were shielding you from that in any oh, way yeah. they could i mean i know for a fact i had a good childhood because i cannot remember 9 11 mm. that's it i had a terrible i'm gonna childhood. make sure i do everything that <laughs> i think yeah. everybody knows that though <laughs> yeah that's not a secret made for good comedy though um, so well, before that. i went you know before i went into treatment and now i'm not funny anymore you guys <laughs> you're still funny. Yeah, you're still funny. Don't go to therapy. You won't be funny anymore. I mean, this is famously an anti-therapy podcast. We want everyone to get worse. No, yeah, therapy more. is bad. 
And uh, if What's you go... What's the therapist going to do? They're just going to make me deal with my problems. Right, just a little asterisk by that. Uh, a statement not supported by science. I'll tell you <laughs> okay. what they're going to do. They're going to destroy your family. That's what they're going to do. They're going to tell you to stop talking to everyone you're related to, and then nobody knows what's going on, and your whole life just turns to shit and you die. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I should probably cool. get back to work, though. Shit. I think yeah. I'm... <laughs> now, now, was there any part of the Spirit Halloween, Halloween special that you guys legitimately enjoyed? Uh, there's, there's definitely some nuggets. I mean, for oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think... Once again, we talked about this. He was never really openly gay, but so homosexual at the same time. And the first wish he had is, I want to be a trucker. And then he just shows up in a white trucker outfit with rhinestones on. And like I said, not jokingly, he does he like a, show too. a Tom of Finland drawing. Right, but y'all know how like that like trucking was like a fad in the 70s, right? right? It, it was like what? Spread... Oh yeah, with Smoking yeah. the Bandit. Well, it wasn't just smoking the bandit. Like there's, uh, it was there was that song trucking the bandit. Uh, convoy. Yeah. Uh, oh, there yeah. were several trucking movies, but I think I've talked to my dad about it. He was like, he would have been like 17 when this movie came out. And the uh, fad was really based more around CB radios and the CB radio talk. But truck people were building them in their garages those. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really. I big know thing that there the was 70s, a. So that's why they included. My dad had a, a van, and he had a CB radio just, like, in our van. <laughs> yeah, a break breaker, this is Baby Huey, what's, yeah. a, what's your donkey? Crap like that. <laughs> Baby Huey is my dad's uh, CB handle. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is that Baby Huey from, like, the, the giant baby duck? I believe so, yeah. That's concerning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I hate that duck. But, uh, yeah, this whole thing is just based around fads. Like, I like it mostly is like because of how 70s it is it's like it's the most 70s definitely thing a time ever. capsule that's for sure oh yeah. yeah yeah i think anybody who watched it back then watched it more for kiss than they did oh, for paul lynn can we talk about this is one of kiss's earliest uh let's tv get, appearances let's get the kiss oh my god paul stanley goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my like, you know yeah he's the one with with the shirt that's uh Cut like all the way down Ooh. to his uh, fun zone. I actually and your eyes just gotta keep wondering. I did you know? a little uh, a little Google image search because I wanted to get a closer look at his outfit, and I was like, "Oh no, it really is exactly what I think it is." And I would, dude, his poster would have been on my wall. I might still get yes. one. <laughs> I might get a kiss. I might be like, you know what? Maybe maybe I do like Kiss. <laughs> this might be be lame sellouts. They might personally suck, but I like the band pretty okay. Mostly, I mean, yeah, we're, we're fun about... to listen to. It's just his outfit. Yeah, I just like that. I mean, I could look at that every day. Maybe yeah, I should get I mean, one from I Mark. He doesn't love have... guns. A great album. <laughs> it's not too late. The guns is dick. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Listen, y'all want to talk stolen valor? We have plenty of time to join the Kiss Army. That's true. For what? Knights and Saint Service. So. Oh, to join the Kiss Army? Kiss That's Army? Thing. That's what they call their fans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like you could get like a little membership card. Because the Kiss was for, it was like created to sell stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. But, my goodness, Paul Stanley. Oh, yeah. No, I would prefer if it Stanley. was just the Paul Stanley special. Paul and who? Let's... I mean, and that's the thing. Like, Betty White, she's all like, Ugh, what's that guy's name? Paul Newman? He's cute. Don't oh, get me yeah. wrong. But he's no Paul Stanley. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'll take yeah, that off at any No less Paul either. <laughs> Although. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to forget that Betty White was in this because she's in it for like 10 seconds and yeah. doesn't really do anything. I well, like I how she's like, I'll come back connection. when you're somebody. And I was like, whoa, are you? <laughs> this is... I thought it was getting real for a moment. <laughs> I mean, she didn't come back, so I mean. Maybe it did get relief. This, this special has such a weird format, whereas, like, variety shows back then would have been, like, all in front of a live audience. They would have had the same sort of thing, like, sketches and musical guests, but they choose to have this, like, sort of frame story where Paul End is going on vacation with his housekeeper to get away from it all, then can, it turns out they're witches. Can we talk about the opening sequence real quick? The, I don't know oh, what yeah. holiday it is, go, what, what do you say, go dust a table or something? Why don't you go death? <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. When he's yeah. It's um, I don't know. It's one of those Uh-oh. things of. 
I, I don't know if it's like these connections we're missing that once again it's for like this is what it's like to be a closeted uh, male in this time frame and they're trying to go around it or it's just really bad TV writing and we'll never know. <laughs> you know? Well, Bruce Valange was one of the writers on this. <laughs> okay, that well that answers he, that. He, he worked with Paul Lynn quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know. That I... makes too much sense. I think that, like, it's so interesting how he came in and he's like, oh, you've been my housekeeper for 15 years. And that's such, like, a typical gay man, like, rich gay man situation. Like, Richard Simmons has a longtime housekeeper that he's dedicated to. And that guy from HGTV, uh, he also had Zoila. I don't remember his name. Her name was Zoila, and she's lovely. Um, but I think that that's like kind of a trope. And so when he's like, oh, you've been my housekeeper for 15 years. I was like, cause you're gay. And then he's like, no, yeah. no, you, can't I'm gonna go. you have no actual friends. I'm yeah, gonna go. They're waiting for you to fill in the blanks after I feel like a lot of the jokes. And also, uh, I mean, I read on the Wikipedia just to verify, but there was a deep throat joke in this special too, I which was write. a very interesting trick. Kinky pinky. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pinky Tuscadero from yeah. uh, Happy Days. Yeah. I think they were talking about pussy. <laughs> don't tell my wife I said that, please. Um, but yeah, it, 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 women don't seem to like that term for the genitalia. No. I mean, well, it depends on the person, but still, anytime a guy says it, it just feels wrong. What did um, you say, Stinky that's Pinky? I always say. Oh, no, he said the fun house. Oh. Yeah. I was like, because when I heard him say kinky pinky, I was like, oh, stinky pinky. Okay, I've heard of that. And like, (laughs) I think the the best part about why we're talking about all this too is we have a photo frame next to us that's a digital one where it's just putting different pictures pictures of of pussy. (laughs) Oh no. Um, I'll think really kind of gross. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, I'm just kind of like, um, you know, I think we should all be open with our passions in art form (laughs) to other friends. No, I don't want to be that guy. Um, so yeah, the first one we got through is the wish of him being a trucker w- with Stinky Pinky. Um, he's fighting Conway for the love. Um, and that was with- also, as you mentioned, that the, the two witches, the, one is actually Margaret Hamilton from The Wizard of Oz, and mm-hmm. then the other one was Witchy Poo from uh, H.R. Puff and Stuff. H.R. Puff and Stuff, yeah. yeah. Which is a show I know about, but have never seen an episode of. Yeah. I've seen it. You're not missing much. It's, oh, okay, good. I've never seen it, so... It's, I mean, the, the, the whole phenomena of that, that time frame, I was talking about this while we were watching the special, is me and a group of college friends were really intrigued by it because it's so horrifying to watch, where it was, like, made to be, like, camp and fun for kids. Mm-hmm. But it's aged to a point when you watch it, it feels like a fever dream. And <laughs> if you ever watch it high, you will die. You will just instantly turn to dust. Wow. Oh, so you shouldn't be puffing stuff when you're watching HR puffing stuff? No, absolutely not. I would never suggest it. Well, that's why the weed was so terrible back then. Uh... No, if they had real weed that would actually get you high, the, the show would obliterate you. Like, you would just, <laughs> you would be, you would be teleported to another plane of existence that's just made out of glass, and then you instantly are turned into dust. Wow. Um, that's my opinions on it. Because, well, I, I was talking about this too. I, I have fond memories of going on a road trip with a bunch of college friends to Yellowstone, and one of them had a DVD of uh, Lidsville, which is another Sid Marty Croft show, where we get very high and watch it, and every time it just turned into a very horrifying experience. It wasn't, it wasn't like a fun thing of like, it was just like, this is getting frightening, we need to turn this off. <laughs> it was like watching The Ring, but you know, nothing ever happened with it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a very delayed experience, and it's like 20 years down the road. One of the Lidsville will come through the television and suck my skull out from my brain. You say Lids, I just keep thinking of that a hat store. Yeah. Lids. Yeah, Lids. Sherbert Lids, Bill. You don't know how they managed to stay open. Yeah. <laughs> just sell hats. Yeah, it seems a little too specialized. <laughs> um, I guess we can get, just get to the, the second wish of the Halloween special, <laughs> which is uh, where wait, you wish... Wait, we skipped over the entire uh, the song and dance musical minute. number. Oh, yeah, the, music, the only really noteworthy thing about that is that that's just the song he sings in Bye Bye Birdie just with changed lyrics. That's oh. not the only thing. It's also, like, I think the sole appearance of, of Donnie and Marie. Yeah. yeah, which I guess that show was also on ABC, probably why they're there. We yeah. should also just mention very quickly the dancer in the White Hood. Do you... Yeah, that was... Um... Yeah, yeah. 
It was like they wanted to do like a demon clown hood. I honestly think that's what I'm going to be for Halloween someday if I ever get to dress (laughs) up again. Yeah. But until then, Paw Patrol, if I remember correctly. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's coming my way too. You know what? I found out recently that police dog's name is Chase. Really? Yeah. (laughs) A-can. Isn't that fun? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how how do you feel about Paw Patrol? Who? Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol? He, he's saying it Papa, weird Papa and mumbling. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. It's like... Let me, let me slow it down. It's like... Paw Patrol. Daddy of all the trolls. Papa... Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a show? the neutral. Oh, uh, uh, Okay, paw. okay. No. Okay, that's enough. So, Paw Patrol. Um... <laughs> I am, my only exposure to Paw Patrol has been, uh, I used to let Liddy scroll my Instavids and they had um, a soundbite of like a Paw Patrol, there's like a filter or something and I found it to be the most like grating noise that I was just like, first of all, you're not touching my phone ever again. Also no to that show and i know that um they have like plastic toys and stuff but she's three so i still get to have like a lot of say in uh what's going on with the tv which isn't much spongebob dude have we discussed how awesome spongebob is it's really great i'm uh, like still i thought like like, i love i know i love older spongebob but i haven't seen i know it's still on is it? Oh, yeah, just got renewed for a 15th season. Yeah. Good for them. Nice. I, I It's famously, great. The Spongebob uh, movie is good. The shows are good. They're great. I love them. I was going to say, I don't I watch think Spongebob all day and all night. No, I mean, to me it is. But uh, for my... For... The first Spongebob movie came out on one of my birthdays, I think when I was 19 or 20. And I decided I want to go see Uh-oh. the Spongebob movie for my for my birthday. Um, and the only thing I have to say, it was a really great experience. That movie fucking rules. It's really I did funny. watch it for the first time recently. It was a fun time. It's really good. Okay, so you guys cut out. Are you talking about the SpongeBob movie? We're talking yeah, about the SpongeBob movie. Oh, and so my, my love for the SpongeBob movie. Like my favorite part is that like he defeats evil with the power of rock and roll. His chops are right. too righteous. And, and accepting yourself as you are. Right. Which is Patrick and Fishnet. <laughs> Whether which, it be a sponge, yeah. a star, or gay. Yeah. Or all three. You or know. either. There or was some, there was something back when SpongeBob came out where there's some senator or something who thought SpongeBob was gay. Yeah. It might have been the same one who had a problem with Teletubbies because he thought they were gay too. A specific Teletubby was gay. It was also the weird thing. Oh, it wasn't yeah, all it was, the Teletubbies. I remember it was Pinky Winky. Tinky Winky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tinky Winky had a purse, I think. That's the reason. Yes, that was it. Not the Stinky Pinky. Not the Stinky yeah. Pinky. Not Stinky Pinky, Pinky Tinky Winky. Which is really fun to say. <laughs> um, so, the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Um, the, se- <laughs> the second wish, um, which uh, he becomes Florence of Olivier, which is oh, That's not a the joke. second wish. That, that's not the second wish? I guess that is the second one. Well, it's an accidental wish. Oh yeah. No, doesn't he wish to? He wishes to be like a. What does he say? What is he like? Um, some type of a. He has a concubine. I want to say the world's greatest lover. I think it cut out while you're talking, but I want to yeah. say that. Well, that was like his addendum. He he accidentally wished that he would be in the middle of the desert, and then he was like, "Oh, can you make me a sheik and a great lover?" And yeah, so it is the second one. The first one was to be a trucker. Then they had a song by Kiss. Then they did the uh, chic witch wish, chic wish, yeah. chic wish. Yeah. yeah, which I, I will Shwish say, wish. if if the kiss had gone on for like another two minutes, I feel like it really would have gotten funny. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate that when they kiss, their lips do not touch. No, they're like biting. Yeah. They're biting into their lips, so as much of their like face skin is super <laughs> stagey kiss. Yeah, like the stagiest of all stage kisses. It, it looks like a child, a giant child, came down and it was like he was forcing two Barbies to kiss. Yeah, <laughs> there are people and they're doing it. Yeah, and like then... it's almost as bad as Michael Jackson kissing uh, Lisa Marie. Who was married to Elvis Presley? Yeah, Lisa yeah. Marie. I remember That's that. It. That was whoa. Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> But what I yum, liked yum, about that sketch, <laughs> oh, what I liked about that sketch 
was um, how he won her over by offering her the cockatoo. And then... It was um, clearly a parrot. Yes, a macaw. And um, then he offered some, some young man the cockatoo at the end. And that's, you know... Because it gets lonely at the American Legion or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Foreign Maybe Legion. Get the double entendre. Yeah. Yes, the Foreign Legion. And it's just like, yeah, that's all like, right. Like well. a double entendre. That's like a single entendre. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, Tim Conway, who was the one of the only other people. It's uh, Paul Lind, Margaret Hamilton, whoever played Witchy Poo, uh, Pinky Tescadero, and Tim Conway. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all you need. Yeah. And what's a Tim Conway? Uh, about five feet tall. Nice. Famously dwarf. Remember the dwarf video? I'm sorry. Very bad bit. Okay. Just want to make sure. I noticed there was a little person, and I don't know who he is, but I'm assuming... Billy Bart- Barty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I felt kind of weird about that. But, yeah, they weren't, they weren't too bad with the jokes, but you also know what they were doing with the jokes with them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The no, whole they, thing, like... They went for... It all felt very weird. It all felt very weird to me. Yeah. Well, no, it was all, it was all surface level bread and butter, like... As far as in, like, the 70s, they could have done a lot worse. They definitely could have. With him. But, like, but it's could... also, like... I fucking Mike Myers probably did worse with Vern Troyer. <laughs> like, yeah. A couple decades later. No, yeah, you know what? I retract my statement. You're completely right, Luke. <laughs> yeah. We should do the love guru for this podcast. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can stand that. The only part that's makes me laugh about that movie which not that I've seen it from tip to tail but is the when he's young and they just computerly put older Mike Myers face okay. on a young boy I only saw that playing on a like a promo reel in a blockbuster once and that like made me laugh <laughs> that's all I needed I, I miss blockbuster I, I don't want to be that old guy but yeah it was really fun going into the store and looking at videos do you miss blockbuster or do you miss being 20 no I miss I think I miss Blockbuster. I don't miss being 20 for sure. Okay. Very chaotic time in my life. I don't miss being oh, 20. Now we, now we come to the gayest part of the special, the uh, song by Florence Henderson. Yeah. Ooh. It's, uh, uh, absolutely. I like that his Great third time. wish is to give it to the witches, which is good for him. Yeah. And then it decided that you have to throw a Hollywood-style disco. Right. What? Was, was Studio 54, was that in Hollywood? Was that... Yeah, no, I think so. That was in New York. That oh, was in New York? Yeah, that's the house that Coke built. Oh, oh. Right, yeah, definitely. I don't Where did it take the Venture Brothers reference? And I recognize that as a Venture <laughs> Brothers reference immediately. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's pretty adjacent to all that. Um, I also made the joke when he was getting his third wish that when he's going to give it the wishes, like, oh, he's just going to wish that they could have cocaine. And then they said, we want to have a disco party. I'm like, I guess. It's I'm the 70s. Sure I'm sure there was plenty of cocaine. Brandon actually, they listened to Brandon no, Brandon's notes a lot during the special. Yeah, um, they did. Because when, uh, when when Dorf came in for that trucker sketch, Brandon was like, oh, he should have just driven the truck through the wall. And then Paul Lynn comes in, and drives and notebook the in hand, Brandon, I heard you, here I come. <laughs> yeah. I clapped like a little baby, I was like, yay. <laughs> Earlier, you're watching so much of this, and granted, this is just a special, who knows like how much people liked it even back then, but comedy was so easy. Back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just kind of, like, rhyme with a word every once in a while, and that was it. Well, I feel like even, like, if you watch old uh, episodes of, uh, like, the Johnny Carson show, it was the same way. Like, his jokes, like, and the audience goes nuts over something, like, so banal and stupid. And you're like, this is what it took back then to be mm-hmm. the most famous, like, talk show host slash comedian? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at some point you just have to keep showing up. And that's all it you takes. You just had to have your tight ten and, and just be a really mean drunk, I think. That's all you had to do. Which right. actually guess is kind of true for both Paul Lynn and also Johnny Carson. So maybe there's some truth about Carson. But. Oh, he was famously a raging alcoholic. Yeah, there's oh. some real good stories about it. I believe I any story about stories. him being an asshole. Yeah. But, though he was often to assholes to people who deserved it. Like, yeah. He would have, like, he works as, like, a part-time magician when he was first starting out so he would bring on like people who claim to be have real magic quote unquote and debunk them and that was usually pretty cool oh yeah yeah hmm. R.I.P. Johnny Carson you're probably burning in hell right now Johnny Carson Johnny Carson Johnny Carson sure we'll see him <laughs> really there big show. yeah he's definitely in hell um, good for him though 
you know, it's it's everyone's destiny in the long run if you think about it. I yeah. mean, um, I have a theory. Some would say we're there right now. Oh yeah. I have I have theories of existence, but it's all it's all tied into Dune, so I don't want to get into it. It doesn't have anything <laughs> think, to fall in. I think in. we should get into it. Yeah. Okay, so here's the situation with that discotheque. So here's what I loved about it: the orange neon bats. First of all, I thought that was great. I feel like thematically through the whole special, they really stayed on theme as far as it being, you know, about Halloween and for Halloween. And I feel like for such a mainstream like televised special on ABC which is like we know it as being one of the more like family friendly networks the fact that they had so much like um dark imagery and also just the fact that they did this and stayed on theme and had this this particular thing on TV just shows like how far we've come away from uh where we were in the 70s when i mean shit was really fucking cool back then (laughs) and and nowadays it's just like i don't know i feel like for it to be such a it's like this special was pretty mainstream and it was probably on the tvs in like most households in the united states and they were just like i don't know i feel like while they were glossing over the whole like uh paul lind is clearly gay thing they also just kind of like shown a light on a part of our culture that it just doesn't really exist like that anymore and for that reason i think it's pretty cool yeah i think when we have so many things that are just so bland and made to appeal to larger audiences especially with all the ips going right now Mm -hmm. it is fun to see anything that feels remotely unique and artistic in some way even if it was made for a tv special because it feels like it still has more integrity than you know 20 people and different producers on a marvel show saying how can we make this appeal to everyone and make sure that nothing interesting ever happens? So well, and Florence right. Henderson, I don't fucking care. She fucking killed it. That song was oh, yeah. good, and she did so. Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to mention was how like what this special does. Like instead of just showing like of course the witchy poo and the um, wicked witch thing, that was its own thing. But as far as like the um, the performance aspect of it, we really got to see a greater range in people that I'm sure were like household names and faces that you see all the time doing, you know, uh, whatever, Brady Bunch or Happy Days or whatever, and then bring them in and have them sing like this bitchin' disco number <laughs> with like her hair done so beautifully. <laughs> it's and, really, I mean, it's really great. And you can just see like the versatility of these performers and how you see them do one thing and you know them for one thing and then you do the special and you can kind of see other sides to them and what they're capable of. And it's, that's a beautiful thing. I like that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I mean, Martin touched on it too. And I agree with it. It's, it is neat to see because it's such a good time capsule of that period specifically of like, you could watch that and kind of get a vibe for it, which is fun. So, I mean, that's one thing I should say for any of the listeners at home. It is on YouTube. You can just type in Paul Lind Halloween special and watch the whole thing. I mean, probably you should get very high on some substance, or you could go into the sober if you want, I guess, if you have to. I'm yeah, sober. You don't like yourself. Yeah. I that's mean, true. I'm not you know. officially sober, but I'm too tired. I can't, I don't have time for drugs and alcohol anymore. <laughs> the true is sobriety weird. is just being uh, tired parent. I yeah. Really, that is a t shirt right there. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, I don't need drugs and uh, alcohol. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Like, leave me alone. If you, like, that's the thing. They say, oh, you need, like, me time or like self-care time and i was thinking if i got to send my child away for 24 hours what would i do i would lay down in my bed and not move and it's just like (laughs) you're describing your already diagnosed clinical depression and i'm like yes i would love to have time for my mental illness and then (laughs) please let me have it back (laughs) and then i can find my way back to cocaine please i miss need it i miss my old friend yeah well, they're not going anywhere. Don't worry. I think the the Paul and Halloween special makes it very clear. It's it's been around since the seventies and it's staying strong. Well, buddy. it's here to stay. I mean, um, you just can't beat it. Oh, those were the <laughs> days. But now uh, to be yeah. young again. <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> no, dude, come um, look what I'm doing. Do you see this? Can you see me? Can you see my doily? You see oh, this? doily. That's a delightful doily. Listen, look at that at shit. This is a lovely doily that we can see, and you can't. Oh, look at this other one. 
This is this one. Whoa. That's a better one. Oh, oh, I have another. I have another. I have another. Hold on. (laughs) The symmetry is amazing. Hold on. This is funny. It's like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Look at this one. Whoa. (laughs) Look at that one. Comically sized one. I know. It's so big. Look at the detail of the the texture on that. Around a hula hoop? Yes, it is a hula hoop. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Um, so yeah, listeners at home, be us. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Brandon, can you put the jingle for uh, the doily rundown? Yeah, I'm going to get the doily rundown together. <laughs> I got to figure out what that's going to be exactly, but I'm excited for it. Thank you. Doily rundown. This one's a coaster. And I mean, I don't think it's coasting by at all. It looks great. <laughs> Thank so, you. Get a little Paul in me. Um, I'm very pleased with my doily making. It's not as good as cocaine, but it's what I've got. <laughs> I think that's what all hobbies are. It's just a replacement for the excitement of drugs in some way. True. Term, so. True. Um, that would explain I, I why think... I have so many. <laughs> feel the same. I, I think we could get to giving a review of this, because, I mean, just to summarize what happens, they have the disco song, Kiss comes out again, they do a few more music. And then, like you said, Poland gives a very... Heartfelt speech in the end of it, so it makes sense that it's to say his contract's over and he's free forever. Um, <laughs> Don't know what I'm gonna do now. Yeah, please give me money. Um, I would say, just given reviews, we're gonna give this. Uh, you know, you can give it out of five out of five. Um, oh, let's let's give it uh, out of members of Kiss with Paul Lind. That's good. Fifth I was gonna go with bearded witches, but uh, that's also pretty good. Um, because, you know, beard, which... Yeah. Okay, I like the kiss better, though. Let's stick with... I'm, five out of five kisses, um, the band, not the kiss, but you could say it's the kiss, too, if you want, as well. Um, I would get, I'm going to give this a solid 3.5 smoochy kisses. Um, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's, like, excellent, but it's really fun and fascinating to watch. You're not wasting your time if you're putting it through, but it's not, like... It's not going to change your life, but... It's fun. It's a good time. If you're watching yeah, it, it won't change your life if you, if you know anything about the 70s. If you're like kind of like a kid who doesn't know what the 70s are, then it might change your life a bit more. But yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll give it a uh, 3 out of 5 because like I ordinarily probably would have given it higher, but I've seen this so many times. <laughs> the last time. We're going to do it again next year. I think. Yeah, I've seen it like at least six times. And it really is mostly just... Fascinating to see it's so 70s that I love that aspect of it and just like how weird things were back then and especially television and yeah I would recommend it to anybody who has like a fascination with historical pop culture to check this out and just bask in it yeah you can't beat it for that for sure uh, yeah a, a, a time capsule of American pop culture. But I think the three out of five works because if you had no interest in it, watching this would be like torture. Uh, yeah, it, it can be a bit like, oh, is it over yet? Yeah. <laughs> they, just as you're about to be like that, either Kiss or Florence Henderson comes on and they do a song. Uh, I will say, I, I want to echo both of your sentiments. I want to also give this a, a three out of five. Uh, somehow find a way to kick uh, Gene Simmons out of Kiss twice. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I would give this. I give this a three out of five as a watching experience, as background for a Halloween party. This is going up to a five out of five. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, how good would this be to just have in the background? One of your friends just comes out after smoking a big blunt, and he's like, "Who's this rhinestone trucker? How does this really talk?" Uh, it's definitely everything is terrible level. Yeah, like oh, media. Yeah. I'd say the only better Halloween movie I can imagine in the background that will slowly either make the party better or send to horrifying places is Haosu. I was at a Halloween party about two years ago and my friend was playing in the background and we were all joking like, oh man, Haosu, I love this film. It's so crazy. And then by like, I'd say halfway through it, we were all just watching it quietly. (laughs) So, yeah. Um... I might recommend Haosu again this episode, which I've done before. Let's not skip Mary Lou. What, what is your rating of the Paul Lind Halloween special? Okay. First of all, I want to say that it sucks that Gene Simmons got a line. He's like, we don't wear makeup. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, clearly, I know you're ugly. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Even back it? then, like, the vibes he gave were fucked. Which is amazing. He's just been giving off fucked vibes for decades. Now. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. weird. Like, you know that he's got a weird dick. Like, he's got to have a weird dick. It's got to be, like, yeah. 
it's got to be either like amazing or some somehow other remarkable. Probably not amazing it, based on his It's got to be weird bad. Yeah. He draws so much attention to his tongue, it's got to be weird bad. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like shaped like a mushroom or a Christmas tree. Something like that. I want to say like it's actually pretty long, but it's super thin. The head so like flares strange. out like, like yeah. a half an inch. <laughs> It's like it's like almost seven to eight inches, but it's really thin, and the head's just really large. No, it ah. looks like when you're just doodling a penis. Yeah, on a piece of paper. It looks like that. <laughs> so it looks just like... looking down there after puberty. He's like, I gotta start a band. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's it. I think we okay. got the audio clip for the episode. So smoochy kisses. I would give it. Uh, I I mean a generous three out of five, but. Ideal, like I really feel like we could have had a lot less Paul Lind and a lot more Paul Stanley. I would have been a lot. I would have been having a lot more fun. <laughs> it would have been a lot more fun. That's just, that's just the me. energy's just better too. I mean, um, he's I, he's fine. Like Paul Lind, I don't know. Like I saw a couple of clips of him from Hollywood Squares, and he actually looks a lot more comfortable there, and he's much funnier. And I think here, because it's just so put on, he just it just seems so, like, from start to finish, it's just so contrived that I'm just like, well, I mean, I would like it if, you know, if there was, like, a big reveal and we saw Gene Simmons' weird dick. Like, that would be nice. That would be great. <laughs> We'd be talking, I think everyone would be talking about the special more. Yeah, going, uh, Gene Simmons going full frontal on <laughs> national television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just they keep it in for some reason even though it was taped as well they're like oh we gotta put it out there gene simmons starring in equus yeah i wonder i do wonder what radcliffe's dick's like because it's got it's got to be out there it's got a little lightning bolt scar on it i hope oh, not cocks and satan's surface <laughs> yeah oh that's pretty good too but it's spelled a k exactly or c and you just say sis or kiss but they're really weird okay i don't even think about I, it too much. yeah i don't like any of this anymore um yeah, I feel like that we're all in the same ballpark, which is kind of, I feel like, where we're on that. And we can just get right into the stupid game section, which, of course, I, I, I want to dedicate this. I made a new a stupid game section called the Paul Holly Lind Squares. Um, Quit playing stupid games. It's all trivia about Paul Lind. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you all uh, multiple choice questions about Paul Lind and see who gets the most points. So I'm going to ask you first... How many years was he on Hollywood Squares? Um, I'll give you the options before. I think you might already know. I'm worried. I'm just going. I'm, I, I don't know. Brandon, I don't need the options. 69 years. 69 years? Okay. That's he didn't live to be 69, but I like the enthusiasm. Um, the Hollywood options Squares are... timeless. Yeah, well... Okay, well, I'll put you down for Let 69. Let the options. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'll put 69 as the fourth option now, but three I had originally was, was he on it for 10 years? 13 years, or was he on it for Friday the 13th years, because this is a Halloween episode? Oh, I would have guessed five, but I guess I'll say 10 years then. Okay, 69, and yeah, then Mary, no, what do you think? 69 is locked in. I say Friday the 13th years. Okay, well, technically I'd say Mary gets the point because it was 13 years, but Friday the 13th years also counts because it's, it's 13 years, but they're on Friday. Hell yeah. It's a spooky episode. So that's one point for Mary. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you all now, which of these classics uh, for sitcoms was he not on? Was he not on The Love Boat? Was he not on The Flying Nun? Or was he not on I Dream of Jeannie? Uh, I'll give it to Mary first, since you got the point last round. Um, I'm going to guess Flying Nun. Good guess, good guess. Go to you, Luke. Uh... He was probably on the love boat, but I'm gonna guess the love boat because that was like later than some of these others. Okay. I think. Interesting. Lock that in. And uh, you know what? I'm gonna round it out. I'll go for the third one. What was it? I dream of genie. Yeah, that one. Uh, this this point goes to Luke, so we're at a tie now between Mary oh, and Luke. Wow. He was actually not on the love boat. I couldn't believe that. Are like, you kidding wow. me? I know that seems like a sin, like because okay, that I looked like it up. Such a layup. He, he passed away in 1982, but he was acting all the way till about 1980. And The Love Boat came out about 1976 and was on for 10 seasons. So I'm like, he's got to be on The Love Boat. Have and then I looked through the IMDb. He wasn't. Crazy. Fuck The Love Boat. Piece of shit show. I hate it. He could have huh. been like a struggling comedian who Just works imagine, on the boat. Imagine yeah, all struggling the sailor music, I gotta find my first love. A beautiful gal. You know. <laughs> Brandon, was he, ever on, was he ever on The Hate Car? 
He was on the hate card. Okay. Um, name desire. Uh, let's let's go to the last one. This might be the tiebreaker we need, or we'll all be even ties, and that'd be really fun. Um, and if Paulin was alive today, what video game franchise would be his favorite? Um, would it be either A, the Fallout franchise, B, the Banjo-Kazooie franchise, or C, the Roblox franchise? Brian, not even a question. It's Life is Strange, you <laughs> fuckies. Okay, I'll put you down for fourth option, Life is Strange. <laughs> um, I'm going to give that to you then, Luke. Uh, I'll guess whatever the first option was. Fallout, the, the Fallout franchise. And <laughs> Fallout Mary, Boy. Mary yeah, Lou, um, would it be the Fallout franchise, Banjo-Kazooie franchise, or Roblox? franchise okay i don't know what any of these things are (laughs) so i'm gonna say the one with the banjo okay well the last point of course goes to mary lou because it was definitely he would have been it banjo kazooie he's a he's a big sexy bear he's got shorts on he's got a bird in his backpack i just thought i I thought you were gonna have like a joke set up his villain his villain's a witch that's very much like witchy poo i just Uh, it makes sense to me he would have been into banjo kazooie and you'd be very upset what happened to Rare and the whole team after they were deplatformed from Nintendo and went to Xbox. Um, I think it. I think that would have been what put him in the grave if he was still alive. Um, I think that you know he that. seems like the guy who would weirdly play the banjo. Yeah, exactly. That's another part. Like Real he'd Steve pull out Martin. a banjo and you'd be like, "Yes, okay, this makes <laughs> sense now." <laughs> so yeah, you're you're a winner. You're now officially. A certified Poland expert. You can use that at any place you want or put it on your resume. I wow. think it's always good to I have I think as a I backup. will. I've actually, um, you know, been sending my resumes to other moms at the library so they know how cool I am. It has, yeah. it has they're going to see that Poland fact and they're like, ooh, baby. They'll do that little chef's kiss with they're me. Like, uh, Mary, I'm going like... <laughs> to have to reach out to you for your address so I can mail you your uh, PLD. Yeah. The Poland. Uh, Pauline diploma. Oh. <laughs> I'll take a Pauline diploma. I, you know, I mean, but... if you say it, if you say it really quick, you can tell people like, "Oh yeah, I'm a PhD." Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty good. Could get a job. A PhD. I think of oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we're getting to the point where we should start wrapping up. We'll get to the good old plugs and recommendations. Um, I guess I. I'll, I'll kick it off because I actually do have a plug. You know, I'm doing that uh, Thirst for Adventure show at Lincoln Lodge. I think oh, this might yeah. come out before it, we have the show. If not, I just did a cool show with uh, Hobart Thompson and a bunch of other people having comedians do uh, live play Dungeons & Dragons. It's cool. pretty simple, but it's really good. October 17th at 7 p.m. You should go to it. It's going to be really fun. I don't know if this is going to come out in time. I just realized, well, Maybe. You know what? Roll the dice. Listen to the episode. Get get the fuck off my back. I, I'm tired of it. <laughs> um, if not, then I have a recommendation, which is uh, me and Barb are about to finish Fiona and Cake. It's really good. If you liked Adventure Time, it's really fun. If you didn't, it's still pretty fun. The animation. Reddit's really going cool. nuts over it. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'll take back my recommendation then. <laughs> not everyone on Reddit sucks. Just most yeah. Of them. The, the Tokusatsu Reddit's pretty good for like all Ultraman and Kamen Rider stuff. Uh. So I can't complain. But yeah, if you if you liked Adventure Time at all, check out Fiona and Cake. It's a good time. Simple yeah. as that. Well, I I ain't got no plugs, but I will recommend. I've been watching because uh, some friends of mine watch through it and they love it. And now I'm in love with it. Uh, Saint Elsewhere. Oh, I've heard good things oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's like a uh, it's kind of criminal because most people, if you know anything about Saint Elsewhere, you know how the show ended. So good. And, and yeah, it's it's very upsetting because it is a good show in its own right. Like it's very much a like a, a proto like ER is definitely like a proto that sort of show, and also I will never n- know uh, Bill Daniels as Mr. Feeney anymore. He's always going to be Doctor Mark Craig to me now because <laughs> <laughs> he he's he's so bitchy in that show. It's great. He's such an asshole. <laughs> it would be fun to see. Uh, yeah, and also it's great to watch because like the show start ran from like nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty eight, so you see a lot of like people who would later be famous when they were very young, and that that's a lot of fun too. You're like, oh hey, it's oh hey, it's like an Alfred Mo- Molina maybe showing up for some reason. I don't know about Alfred Molina. I know uh, Ray Liotta showed up in an episode, and so did Michael Madsen, who played a uh, a, a white racist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wow. I don't know why I had to mention what a, the white part. Yeah, what a, what a rare role. You don't see those very often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's uh, my recommendations. It's St. Elsewhere. It's all playing on Hulu. So. Oh, all right. Nice. 
Uh, I, I have no current plugs. Uh, God, what am I? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm playing through uh, uh, Near, o- Near Automata. That's, that's been a fun game. Been making me contemplate existence. Nice. So I recommend that. Contemplate your existence. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Mary, do you got any recommendations or plugs for us as well? Um, okay, well, yeah, you can actually see me uh, this coming Wednesday at Preschool Storytime at the Public Library. Nice. Uh, I'm also going to make a special <laughs> guest appearance at the Trampoline Park in two weeks if uh, you're into jumping up and down uh, and, and hurting I yourself. I, if you, that, if that you have a bad back, <laughs> come join me. Uh, no, I don't have a bad back. Um, and my recommendation, I would have to say, is... Uh, Dune, because <laughs> again, like every Frank's person Dune. who reads Dune, listen, okay, Dune won't I, shut up about it. Listen, God Emperor Atreides. Okay, mm. let's get into these fucking Atreides. First of all, they cool. Nepotism I like them. Right I like them. Second of all, <laughs> God Emperor cuts off his dick. I'm already a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. If you want to show you're serious about something. Yes. I'm if you like, if you want to be the leader and the god, and then you and you cut off your dick first before you're even there because you're like, you know what? I think I'm better without it. Honestly, as a woman, I agree. Fuck your dick. I don't like it. I don't care about it. <laughs> Look at the mess it's gotten me into. All these fucking doilies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe another good sound clip for the episode here. Um, I also agree with that. They're not doing a lot of good for this world, but they're also making babies. Uh, they're not doing. They're not doing a lot of good. There we go. All right, put it in the can. We got it. Yay. Um, okay. Yeah. Now our, our sign off. I, oh yeah. I think we could do it. Well, I mean, once again, thanks for doing this, Mary Lou. I'm glad that we got you back. Um, thanks I think for we'll having have you back me. Next this year. was really fun. It was really fun. I think we should get you back again soon, but if not, we'll have you back again next year to do the Paul and Holland special all over again. Um, <laughs> like we're going to keep doing with uh, Logan now anytime. It'll be a little different. We'll just, watch, we'll just watch it at half the speed. <laughs> so it's hey. twice as long. Huh? We can watch all the Paul Stanley scenes at a fourth speed, though. Yeah. Might see something. Mm-hmm. You know what? Probably By then, fingers across. you know, my child will be four, so she'll watch it with me, and I'm sure she'll have plenty to say, oh my God, this kid never shuts the fuck up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that feeling. I mean, Faye's just babbling already, and she's going nuts for it. She's just not even in the words makes sense, but she's loving what she hears. And I, you know what? I agree. <laughs> As someone who just lo- loves to talk with no meaning at all, so I get it. I think I think that's a good place to leave the episode. Then yeah, I I think we can do it. Then I think we're gonna try the sign off and see what okay. happens. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, two one. one. You're, You're gonna, gonna like the way you fuck. fuck. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. <laughs> well, needs work. Next time. Yeah, we'll get there. Is the men's warehouse guy still alive? No, he died from famously eating a big bag of chili too fast. Oh, you guys <laughs> eating a suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was tweed. Didn't have it in him to digest it. He died. He died the way a man and a warehouse are truly supposed to die. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again, Mary Lou, for agreeing to be on this and watching this uh, dumb 1976 thing. Yeah, I had a great so time. Much. Hell yeah. All right, well. It's been so good to catch up. All right, let's I do the sign-off one more time. No, just joking. Yeah, no. We miss you, too. Yeah, I miss you, too. We'll, we'll, we'll link up. We should have our kids meet up and then push them together. Like, ah! See what happens. <laughs> We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>